up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of What You Got Bacon Over There, a brand new podcast where I, I'm Malik Benz, hello, I'm the host today, and I would like to interview a lot of guests, and the guests consist of people that I know, or may not know, but sometimes people that I do know, I really don't know, but that's what this whole thing is for. I want to know their business, okay? So today's guest, we have a baker, a phenomenal baker on social media. I feel like her personality is out of this world and her cakes are out of this world. And them big old behind cakes should be um, decorating and filling, man. I just be, oh, uh, okay. And we're going to talk about that later on. But <laughs> I just want to welcome Jessica. What's up, Jessica? How are you doing What's today? up, Malik? What's up, Malik? I'm doing well. I'm, I'm excited. Like, I'm ready. I know it's been a while. Like, you know, me and you connecting in this way, but uh, yes. I'm excited. Anytime I'm excited I can hear too. from you. <laughs> now, did you know this is our third time like doing this? Like, I don't know. If yes. You, every time. Yes. I'm excited, y'all, to talk to Jessica because we, like I said, it's our third time. We did an interview two years ago when I did this on Instagram Live, and then we did another one with not only you but the other um, headliners of the brand. So mm-hmm. it was Internet China and myself, and we had a blast on there too. And I am just so grateful that you said yes for the third time I'm just absolutely saying. absolutely anything that you you know a part of or like you know just bringing the life in the baking community I'm so proud of you as well and excited for you so I'm like a no-brainer I'm like whatever Malik is a part of let's do it <laughs> I'm gonna have to keep that on the court just in case for another option I have. <laughs> uh-huh or another project well you said anything that <laughs> This is what you said, July 13th. Okay. Yes. So I need you to fly out to be here to. <laughs> now, you're, um, I know you, I don't know how you introduce yourself based off location. I say Houston. Um, I live in a smaller area near Houston, but a lot of people don't know that. And also to protect my identity, I don't say it. But um, you're in Chicago. <laughs> how is Chicago? How is the vibe over there right now? Same, Malik. I am, oh, I was born and raised in Chicago. But like you said, not to protect our identity. I feel like I do express that I'm located in a smaller town outside of Chicago. It's about 45 minutes to an hour outside of the heart of the city. Because most people, when they visit downtown Chicago, you know, once you see the Willis Tower or the, the Sears Tower, they're like, that's Chicago. But uh-huh. the city is so huge, even the outskirts, the suburbs. So I'm in the suburbs of Romeoville. So again, it's some expressway time. It's about a good 45 minutes to an hour drive, but I represent my city. I service my clients in the Chicagoland area. So professionally, when I'm out, I definitely rep my city and say that I'm from Chicago, Illinois. Okay. Sure. Born and raised. Awesome. I want to go to Chicago so bad. Like, I've always had that on my list. I think it's on my vision board. So what, yeah, yeah, and even, yep, even some of the classes and stuff, yep. Not to make that happen. I just want peace, and I just want to run into Oprah, you know what I'm saying? Yes. And that's all. But anyway, that's, that's all. <laughs> so every, y'all know from the past few episodes, we like to start off the interview with an icebreaker round. And, you know, I've been playing a few games with my guests and I feel like this time we're going to play a brand new game. It's not a new game to y'all, but it's a new game on this podcast. And we're going to play Two Truths and a Lie, which I'm sure y'all are familiar with it. If y'all not, basically um, the contenders or the players will come up with three things, three facts about themselves. Two that are true and one that are false. That is a lot. So I've had Jessica, you know, give her a chance to think of three facts for her. I have my list right over here for me to do as well. And I can't wait to um, reveal my truth. Uh, some of this I haven't even 
remember, Ooh. I'm gonna have to. <laughs> so I'm kind of like low key nervous, but we'll see. So, um, I think you know, get the guess. So I'll let you go first, and then I'll try to guess which one it is, since we'll give mine a little bit more time and grace. So, yeah. <laughs> so, what you got first? All one? right, you ready? Yes. Okay. So the first one is right after culinary art school. I also went to school to become a pharmacy tech. Okay. The, sec- the second one, my very first cake decorating job was at a local grocery store called Meyer in our town where I met my husband. This is a long fact, but okay, got it. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then the third one is, I used to be an extreme couponer, which led me into also couponing for cake supplies and my baking needs. Okay. You want me to run it by again? I can shorten up. You want one more no, time? No, it's fine. Are you good? No, okay. no, it's fine. Look, be you. I, I'm just like, mine is just boring. It's just short. You know, but. <laughs> I like cats. Uh, I like pizza. <laughs> okay, okay. Like, oh, this is very. Uh... You're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. So that was three. Okay, I forgot. I don't know why I'm picking this four. It's three. So you said you was an extreme couponer. That was one. Mm-hmm. You worked at a grocery store after culinary school. That was your first job. No, my yep, the first job. One, yep, okay. Was and then what was the other one? The first one is that I went to school to become a pharmacy tech after culinary school. Okay, this is me and my strategic brain, and it may not work, but I don't know. Um, the second one, I don't know if she would lie about her, like not her husband, but a detail with her husband in it, though. So I'm going to say that's the truth. And then the pharmacy tech or a couponer. Let's see. I got to hurry up and figure this out. Uh, 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 let's see. Does Jessica like to save money? Or does she want to oh, save medicine? <laughs> money or medicine? What is it? What is it? <laughs> okay. I'm going to say uh, the pharmacy tech. It's the lie. Sorry. Unfortunately, I did go to school to become a pharmacy tech after culinary school. Oh. Yes. So the, uh, the lie was, I actually, the grocery store that I met my husband at was in my first job. I actually started at Dunkin' Donuts and Baskin Robbins um, doing ice cream cakes. And that's why I made them harder. I be sharing. I be sharing on Instagram <laughs> stories. So I do. <laughs> oh, when you said that, Part, I, in I my said mind, first. Yep. Used to work at, but I'm like, was that her first job though? I, 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 damn, she got me with that one. That's but you were strategic though. You threw that husband in there. You're right. You was like, man, was she lying on her husband? Because I didn't want to be wrong. <laughs> you said that part, like the first job part. The husband, like, oh, the met, yeah. But then mm-hmm. you said husband. I'm like, ooh, I can't do that. I can't. That's rude, man. I, damn, she got me. She got me. Okay. Well, Okay. Well, I guess it's my turn. Let's see what we can. All um, right. I'm gonna have to make it as long as Jessica. Let me see. Um, <laughs> let's see how I can make this one. Long. Okay. In middle school, I learned how to play the flute. Okay. That's one. That's one. Okay. Number two, 
I nearly choked on a fish bone one time when I was younger at seven years old. I'm trying to be like you. I'm just saying. <laughs> I like the story. I like the story yeah, behind the story it. Line, okay. The story okay. Line, the storyline. And then let's see. Um, I cannot eat no more than four slices of pizza. Mm. Okay. So I'm going to be strategic on this one too. <laughs> Malik and his food. He don't play about his food. He don't like certain things. He be like, uh-uh, I ain't messing with it. So, but I don't know. Like, the food is life. I'm going to say the lie is the pizza. You know me too well. I'm done. I, I can't do this. I can't do this. She got it right. The, I mean, you don't play about your food. And if you had a traumatic experience with the fish bone, you're like, Mm-mm. like, don't be bringing that over here. Uh-uh. <laughs> I don't eat salmon for that exact yeah. reason. I'm like, <gasps> I had salmon when I was seven. Maybe it was younger. I don't know. But I did choke. And I was like, uh, this fish this tried to rap. kill me. I am yep. not doing this again. <laughs> Uh-uh, nope. So whenever somebody says salmon, I'm like, no, 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 no. We're not no, here. thank you. Yes. Yep. You I know you do one. not play about your food. <laughs> I don't. I forgot. You know that detail about me. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, I remember. Yeah. I, oh, my God. So I lost. She won. What? <laughs> She's very tricky, y'all. I cannot believe she did that to me. And I knew that detail about basketball. Bitch. I do it. I do it. Oh, my mm-hmm. She got me. She got me. Okay. Well, that was fun. Thank you for playing. Yeah. I had a wonderful time with that. And I got to know me her a little too. bit. She was a pharmacy tech. I'm going to have to ask about that in the uh, next topic. Oh, yes. Definitely. And definitely. Ask. And you know what? I, that's why I chose those three. Because they definitely tie in to, like, the whole journey and thing. Like, where did you end up with the pharmacy tech thing? And Yes. Woo. Wow. <laughs> That's interesting. Okay, so I have to, I, I'm adding that into my next topic because I need to that for sure. All right, well, with that being said, we're going to go ahead and get started to our next segment, which is our first segment of questions. Um, basically, what you got bacon over there? So it's got, I'm just going to ask anything and anything I can think of to get to know Jessica right now. Okay, so the first question I just want to know is what you got bacon over there? What, what's, what's going on? What's, what's happening in the kitchen, life, anything? Um, you know what, July, I know even a lot of people, if you watch on my Instagram stories, I was talking about how chaotic like June was and like how I was committed to a lot of things in business. And so just currently right now, I'm kind of enjoying the month of July. Um, I have two clients for my productivity coaching program. And then I have a few custom cakes like here and there. Personally, um, I'm, you know, working on fitness, health, um, nutrition, like in my way. Um, just doing some of the hobbies and things that I enjoy. So I'm kind of detaching a little bit this month than what was just so busy, you know, with me and business and uh, personal life and JDS and, you know, all those hats that we wear like in business. So July currently what's happening now, um, you know, I got my custom cakes, you know, here and there, and I'm really kind of focusing, you know, on on me this month. I'm actually proud um, to say that as I definitely think it's important to, you know, take care of yourself. Besides running yourself ragged in business. <laughs> yeah, for real. You know, like, uh, seriously, on your social media, I've definitely seen, like, not in a bad way, but I've seen a change on, like, your social media from, like, how I'm used to seeing you before. Um, I've noticed you go to bed hella early now, nowadays, which I'm like, um, how? That, but we'll see. But what. I'll catch you in the morning, yeah. In the <laughs> Maybe gym. early morning. 
Yeah. Them like three, four o'clock in the morning. I'm like, oh, okay. She I'm just going did. to bed. I'm gonna see her. I'm gonna see her later tonight. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Cause nah, that's not happening. Um, but definitely, I've seen a change or a shift. I should. That's probably a lack of a better word. Shift. Um, in your personal life, and I feel like that's really inspiring. Like, um, it, it could motivate me, maybe, but because I would see it, and I'm like, I could do that, but then I'm like. No, I really couldn't. I, I, I would have to. Yeah, I, yeah that's not going to work. But um, yeah, it's nice to see the shift. And I can agree with the June thing. I've had, I don't know, every year, June is always booked and be, like it's the most chaotic month of the year. I do the not. year. And a lot of people don't say that. They think because of like Christmas, you know, we fall into holiday cookies and desserts and Thanksgiving, but June is like. People are crazy about the events and the cakes and graduations and stuff. June is the bit; it's the busiest for me yeah, personally. Same, same to me as well. It's probably a lot of stuff. Yeah, because you got Father's Day, graduation, weddings, all that. Yeah. Juneteenth, nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. Okay, so one question I wanted to know about you, um, other than you know, tricking me that you was at uh, the grocery store in Baskin-Robbins. Um, <laughs> how did you get started in the food industry? Like, what was the spark for you to get? That was, that's actually a good word is um, the spark because I don't have the traditional story, you know, with my grandmother or, you know, we got some hardworking women, you know, in our family for sure. Shout but out to them. The, yes, the yes. spark is what, and it was so, crazy is that it was so vivid like how I remember when I started actually um my baking journey of me just being interested in it and it was in seventh no it was in eighth grade um in junior high it was a home economics class you know the first part we sold the pillow you know um and then loved it loved it yep and so the second part was we were actually in the kitchen you know doing teaching you know learning how to cook we were doing baking. And one Christmas, my parents bought me a cookie, uh, cookie cookbook. Well, like it had a, a bunch of recipes and things in it. And so my um, my teacher said, why don't you just go ahead and bring the, um, the cookbook in and we can make holiday cookies and do a cookie exchange. And so that's exactly what we did. I actually have the article. I found it at my parents' house in the basement. Um, home economics is where like it began. And then after that, it stayed with me. So what I mean by stay with me is, when I was kind of pivoting in and out, oh, you know, you need to be a teacher, you need to be a nurse. I come from a family of nurses. And my father was always like, you know, follow your mom. You know, she's into, she's been a nurse for over X amount of years. That way you can, you know, um, she can teach you all the ropes. She makes good money. Because back then, you know, it was really, really, um, you know, not taught, but just after high school, you're going to college, you're going yeah. to a university. And my dad was like, you need to go to nursing school. You know, your mom's been a nurse. She can teach you. You'll make good money. And then for me, I'm just like, man, what's up with these cakes? Yeah. Like, I love foods, one, foods, two, in high school. I even did a program in high school, like my my senior year in culinary arts, Um, you know, dabbling into the food and, and everything. And then I'm um, also like the bacon and the pastries and stuff. So that word, I'm, that's crazy that you mentioned the word stuck, because along the journey of me figuring out what I wanted to do and nursing and being a pharmacy tech and racking up thousands of dollars in student loans to go to school to be a pharmacy tech because I was being steered away. Mm -hmm. I was being steered and thinking that I had to have this profession or this career that was just high in demand in the medical field. And I knew I didn't have it in me to be a nurse. So I wasn't going to tell myself to just go ahead and enroll in nursing school. And it wasn't, it wasn't in my heart. 
So I settled for something in the pharma, you know, in the medical field, which was a pharmacy tech. But but during the time, Malik, pretty much the whole word spark is something that always stayed with me throughout my journey. It didn't matter like where I was at the time or where I was, uh, what I was actually doing. Yeah. Great word. Spark. I love that. Good. Look at that. I just used the right (laughs) word. Okay. so that's good that you explained that because i do have a like i guess an extra question i want to ask um within that but before we do that i'm glad you low-key explained the pharmacy tech because that was my question i was going to ask like where did that come from but now that that makes sense that you know that was the medical field especially i want to say now is the time that working in the food industry or doing your own business is more acceptable now like especially like around this time it wasn't Back then, it's like it was unheard of. So I can like understand how like you was drafted into the way of like follow your mom's footsteps. And that's crazy. Shout out to your mom because my grandma is a registered nurse as well. So, you know. What? Listen, I can't do what you do. That ain't happening. I've been in the hospital, like, un- like not in the hospital, but like I've been like visiting her job and just wit- witnessing things. And I'm just like, that's no. Uh uh-uh. uh. You mm-hmm. know what I've been doing in this hospital? I would rather either serve the food or I would have to in do, and out. I don't know, open the door or something. I'm not doing, no, that's not for me. I can't do this because it's just, it's a job that I can't do myself. And it's a lot. And what you were saying is like, you don't, and correct me if I'm wrong, you probably don't have the passion to work in the hospital because mm-hmm. I can't see it. And, you know, that's a lot to take care of people and, you know, and patients, shout out to all the nurses, care. all the doctors mm-hmm. out there that can do it, because I can't do it. So, you know, so I understand. So, what, I guess I, okay, another question came up. The pharmacy tech, like, where did that come from? <laughs> oh, good question. <laughs> okay, so after I finished uh, culinary school, uh, I was happy being a cake decorator. You just mentioned that back, back, I don't want to say back in the day, but, you know, just some years ago, yeah. You know, my parents owning the own your own business or being an entrepreneur, girl boss, all those terms now was even for me unheard of. My yeah. biggest passion or even like my highest level of success was just to decorate cakes. So if I was actually going into a bakery and just being the cake designer, that was what fulfilled me. So that's how I knew that that was a passion. Now, this boss, this entrepreneur, this is new. So yeah. I wouldn't even come in and say that this is what I've dreamt of is to be that, you know, that girl. Not even, I don't even want to say girl. Boss. I'm going to be professional and say entrepreneur, like someone uh, owning my own business was never like in my whole vision. It's me just being in my space of decorating cakes. Yeah. So while I was happy decorating cakes and things, you know, I noticed all my friends graduating from, you know, from colleges, getting, you know, their big, you know, the big girl, big, big guy jobs. And everything. I'm like, man, I'm just steady decorating cakes. I'm kind of moving around, you know, Sam's Club, Meyer, Baskin Robbins, Wilton, local bakeries. I'm decorating. I'm decorating. You know, everybody's still, you know, in my eyes, progressing through social media. And so I was like, you know what? Um, I feel like I needed to be at a desk in a big building somewhere. You know, I had great friends that I was close with. Conversations come up about their profession and how well they're doing, how they graduated college. And I was like, okay, well, I'm not going to settle for nursing. It's not a passion of mine. I was like, let me do this pat. Let me pass these pills. Let me get in. <laughs> let me fill some prescriptions or get behind the counter at Walgreens. I was like, I can do that. So I enrolled in this school um, to become a pharmacy tech. I was still decorating cakes. This is where all that time has elapsed. So when people say, how long have you been in the industry? And I say 16 years. That's because I was being a pharmacy tech. <laughs> I was born yeah. to be a pharmacy tech. You know, me and my husband were dating. 
you know, I was traveling. I was still decorating at all of these places, perfecting my craft and had no idea it would take me to get, you know, to where I am today. So I got into um, pharmacy, pharmacy tech school because that's what I ended up settling for in this whole medical field in my father's eyes. So unfortunately, I didn't finish. Something happened with Cake where I ended up getting a great job or, you know, made more money. And I was like, I'm following this. I was like, I'm doing this. So I never graduated, but I did rack up some student loans. And that is like my only debt <laughs> right now is that I went into this school, racked up these student loans for a program that didn't have anything to do with my passion. But I was just so concerned about what was around me, my peers, my family. But as the time was going, you know, eight years decorate, nine, 10, 11, 12 is that's where I needed to be, you know, to get to where I am today. But it, I didn't believe in myself. Yeah. Wow. I didn't. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I'm over here just like, see, this is why I created this platform because I'm like, I just want Let's to know really go. Yeah. Thing. Yep. But, <laughs> that was a big thing, like a big pill to swallow. No puns intended, but you know, <laughs> that oh, was good. For real. Okay. Yes. That's it was really some real. Yeah. Wow, wow. Okay. Every time I hear the word pharmacy or oh, pharmacist, I'm like, y'all are literally drug dealers, but legalized. You know Pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They get all the good stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, one question I did have um for you, and I'm glad that you brought it up, is that you went to culinary school. Um, you're probably one of the few people that I've interviewed that has gone to culinary school. Could you explain your experience with culinary school? If, it, you know, if you liked it, um, what you learned, um, just a little bit about it. And also, um, is it worth it as far as being an entrepreneur to work for your own self or business? Do you think culinary school is, what's the word, required um, to mm -hmm. become an entrepreneur? Like, what are your thoughts on that? Um, you know what, when I got out of high school, I thought that like, man, this, like culinary school is going to take me to where I needed to go. But I was so clear on my vision with this whole cake and cake decorating thing is that what steered me away from even continuing my education and like actually getting more into the foods, mm -hmm. which was that's what steered me away was that we got into the sauces, the knife cuts and everything. And now I was yeah. like, oh, no, I was like, where's the baking side? So, so you know, when like, <laughs> we uh, had for a, those who don't know, I went to culinary school too, so I could relate to it. Yes, so making yep, mashed potatoes. I'm like, I paid to bake, not make mashed potatoes, even though they were good as hell. But you know, anyway. But yeah. yes, the soups, the sauce, the sauces was killing me. Bechamel and all this, <laughs> the nice. I can't remember nuts, most of them, but bechamel is probably my favorite. So that's what. I yep. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and then we yeah. had our knife kits, and I had, I still have my chef coat. I still have my chef hat. I still have my white aprons from culinary right. school. My chef pants, and so I, I did it. I went, and then that vision was so clear. I was like, yeah, I need to get in this baking side. So I got into the baking side and then I was doing, you know, desserts, but then we started going into pastries and doughs and croissants and pies and, and pedophores and um, pot de choux. And I was like, I want out, where's the cake. And the reason why I felt that way is because I didn't want to be called a pastry chef. Like, and so I even cringe now. So like one of my clients asked, she was like, Jessica, how come you don't want to be called chef? Or how come you don't say that you're a pastry chef? And it intimidates me. And those people are amazing. There are pastry chefs that are classically trained in the kitchen with some of the um, most amazing chefs from all over. So I wouldn't even try to portray that I get into, you know, all types of doughs and, you know, and then you'd be like, well, Jessica, I thought you was a pastry chef. I am totally fine saying that I am a cake artist, cake decorator, and a baker because I know that that's what lights me up. 
So yeah. when I need to go in there and show you what, you know, what needs to be done, that's my, that's my area. That's, you know, that's where I advance in and I wouldn't try to portray myself to in another area of the culinary industry where I don't, you know, I wasn't too interested, you know, and I didn't want to become a pastry chef to work in a restaurant or in a kitchen or anything. I just had this vision of these little bakeries, you know, not specifically my own, but just working for someone else and just decorating cakes. But once that vision is clear, it's definitely much easier later down the line about what you want to do. So I didn't want to keep fooling myself about how passionate I was about an area of the food industry or the culinary industry. So I knew that that cakes, that cakes was what always stuck. Now, as far as um, saying, you know, is culinary arts um, school like uh, worth it or do you, you know, I'm going to say, yeah, I wouldn't even steer anyone away and say, no, you know, YouTube University and things like that, because I know how I felt and how it how it lit me up yeah. when I got my knife kit, when I got my chef coat and the amazing chefs that has trained me to be who I am today. Mm -hmm. So it's a preference, though. You know, you can kind of do the self-taught thing, but that self-taught thing, you can have the YouTube universities, the online tutorials and things, but it's solely you teaching yourself. And I think it's great that there are amazing chefs, schools, institutes, um, junior colleges, um, even some of the other larger um, culinary um, schools that will help you get to where you need to be. So I wouldn't even say that it's, yeah, yeah, I don't need to go. If it's a passion of yours, which it was for me and lit me up, definitely, definitely go for it. Yes, totally agree. I totally agree. Everything. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, because I kind of low-key, like, I remember getting the knife kit. I felt like I was on top of my shit. I was like, oh. Wrap, I wrapped my stuff in pink tape because, right? you know, you got all the, the students. So you have the knife shit. Like, they <laughs> teach you all. Yeah, they teach you at, like, classically trained. It's an amazing experience. So I think it's like when people do kind of say, yeah, no, you don't need it. Because it's like, you could think of it as like a quick fix. Like, okay, yeah, I skipped culinary school. I'm gonna just go online or Pinterest and find this recipe and do it. But some of the things still stick with me with some of the amazing chefs that have taught me. I still have my knife kit. I still have my apron. And if it's a true passion for you, like do, do the process, do the do what you need to do. Yeah, to, exactly. yeah, to enjoy it. Yes, I just like asking that question um, from people who've gone to culinary school because there's so many people out there that are thinking about it. They're like, mm, do I need to? And it's like, I just say yes and no. It's like, you don't have to have that background have, mm -hmm. experience to do what you need to do, especially in this time and age. But if you yeah. want the experience, that's what you're paying for, the experience to know and learn a lot of stuff that you will not find on Google, like just mm -hmm. And then you're going to be tested. You Yeah, written tests. It's not even just physically, you know, um learning your knife skills and things like that it was a lot of written stuff also so that wow. woke me up i still have my books i still you know and it i still smile because i know the feeling of when i went to culinary school and how much joy it brought to me so yes amazing i'm glad you answered that question you just just took everything in my mouth that is amazing <laughs> All right. So, okay. So now I'm going to ask another question. I like to switch some things up a little bit. Um, I don't know how we, it's going to be weird because we went from culinary school to this question, but um, do you have a favorite holiday? <laughs> oh, oh, this is a good one. Yeah. Cause I, I will actually talk about it, but I, I don't know if you had more than one. So I was just like, you know, but if you have a favorite holiday, that's fine. Mm. <laughs> You know what? I'm still going to be traditional and say, I'm going to do Christmas. I'm going to say Christmas. The reason we, um, you know, I got my niece. Nova is here. She's three. Oh, 
And so um, our holidays, yes, our holidays are a little different now. Yeah, shout out to Nova. (laughs) Our holidays are a little different now. You know, um, she lights up, she's opening gifts now. And, you know, she just to be a part of the family. So besides like opening up the gifts, the reason why um, I love Christmas and bringing uh, my family together, it's um, the food, you know, the holiday, just us coming together. Everyone is just so happy and delighted to be, you know, together as one. Yeah. So I split my day though. So Sometimes, like when me and my husband um, first started dating, his family would do Christmas Eve and they would open up gifts. So this is why it's my favorite holiday. So we would do Christmas Eve at his parents' house and they, his mom would cook. Uh, we would have the food and everything and they um, open gifts at midnight. So we would all gather together and they'll open up gifts at midnight and then everybody go to sleep. So ain't nobody got to wake up early and be like, oh, it's time to do X, Y, and Z. They're saying I've never had that experience to wake up in the morning to open presents. Never. We've always opened our presents at midnight. So whenever I'm like in school, like talking to kids and I'm like, yeah, I open my presents at midnight. They're like, we have to wake up. We have to go to sleep and then wake up. I'm like, Connor, this is this torture. Like, what do you want? Like, that is just where I've never had that feeling. Like, even still to this day, like I go over by my mom's house, go with my sister uh-huh. and their gift. And they're literally watching the clock. They're like, um, it's 11.59, so where y'all at? Where y'all at? We're trying to open this up. So that's so crazy that you said that. It's like the more yep. speak, the more I feel like I'm related to you. So let's do a DNA test after this. Okay, that's what I- Pretty much, pretty much. Okay. That is but so yes, it was, it was Christmas. It was Christmas Eve for his parents' house, and then my parents' house was Christmas Day. So even though it was split, it was nice that I was brought into a tradition, you know, with his family, especially us dating at the beginning, you know, of our years. So I was like, okay, this is different. I'm like, we open up at like nine or whatever. But, you know, Thanksgiving, 4th of July, it's a lot of cooking involved and a lot of desserts and things, you know? So I'm doing a lot of cooking and everything, but I love that like, and you know, you're also being thoughtful. So it's not always about the gifting, but I feel like that when I am shopping or getting into hustle and bustle things, I'm thinking about my loved ones and, you know, something I know that they would like or not about if I'm getting anything in return. It's just knowing that I'm able to, you know, to make them make them smile and just have everyone together. Yeah. It's the thought that counts. Definitely. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Um, Do you have a love language? What's your love language? Oh, acts of service. Please. Acts of service. Oh, without a doubt. (laughs) That comes up in therapy. That comes up in therapy every week. Do something for me. (laughs) <laughs> this was a little You're intimate for me. Like, yeah, this is a little intimate because it can kind of feel like, oh, well, Jessica's so giving and, you know, she gives advice in the community and things. But on the other side of things, I do, yes, I need something done. Like, yes, do for me. I do, yeah. Yeah, because words of affirmation, like, no, like, I mean, hey, we're we speaking about things. I speak positive affirmations to myself. I meditate. I so I really not, I mean, this is still the most humble way. I treat myself well. So I really don't need anyone that's like, hey, you know, you do. it's great to hear. But right. when I really dig deep into, you know, relationships and, you know, marriage and family and thing, acts of service is like my soft spot. Even like down to like dishes. It's like, you know, hey, babe, you know, sit down, eat, eat your dinner. I'm going to do the dishes for you. I'm like, I'm like oh, yes. Y- yes, exactly. Oh, hey, no, for real. Yes, without a doubt. Yes, definitely awesome. the act of service. Yes. Oh, no. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Not that like I I'm like, hold on. It's just that like I do things for people. I do lots of things for people. I'm a given person. So when someone thinks about me to give me something, I'm like, 
no, this is not how it's supposed to go. Like, it's really weird. I have a hard time accepting gifts and I'm learning to accept it now more and more. Because I'm just like, I don't want you to do for me. I want to do for you. That's just what I like to do. So it's like, yeah. So I think that's why I'm like, yeah, you have a gift for me. Whether it's $5, look, uh, uh, a gummy bear, something. I'm be like, it's for me? Like nobody else? Like this is, like, this is- <laughs> So yeah, I love that. So yeah. <laughs> I'm glad I brought that up because I think yes. Just, so that's amazing. So if you around Jessica, make sure you open the door, wash the dishes, do something around her. Something, do something, right? That's it. Moving on. Okay. Um, I guess. Yeah, we'll ask this one. Um, what is one thing that instantly makes your day better? Ooh. Active service is one, but I guess specifically, like true. Um, I'm gonna go a little spiritual on this one and only because like during this time I mentioned that I was kind of um, working on myself. I think, you know, if you believe in higher, you know, higher power universe, but it's me personally spending that time um, early in the morning, my morning routine with God, um, it sets the tone for the day because I can have this big ball of chaos in my head about what I need to do, who I need to be, you know, time, you know, be on time, deadlines and everything. And then when I sit down at my desk and I have, um, you know, my Bible open or I'm watching a sermon on YouTube, I'm taking notes and I'm showing gratitude about each and every day. Um, Just being being here and being thankful, you know, for my business, my family, you know, me, my health. I feel like it sets the tone for the day and I can just I can just go about my day. But I have to feel like I have to put in that time, um, you know, with God. And lately. I feel like that it's a shift and it's definitely something that I, I want to be able to speak about and not just say, oh, you know, when I'm in the kitchen baking or anything, but my morning routine, spending time with God definitely sets the tone for me um, during the day. And I just know I'm going to, I'm going to be well off whatever comes my way. I know that he's with me yeah. and I'm going to be good. Love that. Love that about you. And that, let's talk about it actually, your morning routine. Cause I want to say, you said that you have the time and I'm like, you most certainly have that time. I up in the morning when I be like I would like be working late night shift be up and then I'm like you up like what just so, like why is it yeah <laughs> what, 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 what is your morning routine I would like to know because this is probably what I need to follow through not that saying that your voice but just maybe inspire mm-hmm. me and I know that there are a lot of successful people that are up in the morning that's usually their morning routine so just like you know, short, if you could keep it short as fast as you mm-hmm. can. <laughs> what is your advice? <laughs> well, advice to you, Malik, it's, you, it's cut, you can customize it to whatever you like. But for me, um, last year, I was like, I got to get back in the gym. It was like June 17th. And I started waking up at like six. I'm going to tell you who inspired me. The, the, like you say, there's YouTube videos about successful people, billionaires, millionaires, what they do in their morning routine. But there were physical people I actually saw that like inspired me to get to where I am with this morning routine. So I get to the gym and I see these cars here. I'm like, man, what time are these people getting here? I'm like, the gym opens up at four. So I get there at four and these people are still there already. I'm like, what time are they arriving? I need to see them. So this is what got me fired up. So I figured out the happy medium was the club opens up at 3.45 in the morning. So I found these um, like hand selected, probably 10 people. I know their faces. I don't know their names. You know, people are pretty private in the gym. But I can see them now lining up at the gym at 345 every day or Monday through Friday, and they don't miss. 
those are the people that inspire me and for me to get up and to continue what I do as far as my morning routine, because I don't know their personal life. I don't know what they have going on, you know, after they leave the gym. But for me to see personally see a human, because, you know, everything's a facade on social media. You can say, take a cold shower at 3 a.m. or, you know, they probably hit the snooze button. They probably. What? <laughs> Oh, no. Yes, the cold showers, the meditating, the drinking the tea. But I physically were seeing people, um, you know, staying committed to their goals, their fitness, their nutrition and showing up at the gym around this time at 345. So I was inspired. And to this day, it still keeps me going. So when I fall off and I don't wake up or I know that when I'm going to the gym, I still see those selected people and I wave and, I, you know, I say hi. But um, it's pretty much wake up. Do I'm there about an hour. It has a sauna. You know, I actually do my self-care and I shower there. I get dressed and then I come home and, you know, I do my morning routine with meditation. I'll have like tea and things. But to get to that whole morning routine, it was small steps. So I wasn't doing everything to what it looks like today. I just started adding things, taking things away and just making it um, ultimately work for me. Okay, cool. And then your bedtime is? Uh, You know what? I ain't even going to lie. Sometimes I go to bed at like 10. But a lot of people don't know this too. Okay. (laughs) A lot of people don't know this too. But while I'm in the um, mirror taking pictures of me being up at three, sometimes when I come home at six a.m., I'm going back to bed. I go back to bed, Malik. I do not. People think that I'm up and I just ride out the whole day. No. Sometimes I. No. Sometimes I go back to sleep. There's some there. There it is, y'all. There we have it. There's the Malik. That's the real truth. Yeah, that's what I mean about social media. People think Jessica's up at 3.45. At 6 o'clock, I'm back in bed. Yes. I'm back in bed. Yes. See? See? That's what I mean. Like, <laughs> i show you what. <laughs> Thank you for the clarity. Because I'm over here like. I, I do not ride out the whole day. Talking to me. She's about to go to bed at about, let's see, six hours. Jesus. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Thank you for the clarity. So she do be going back to bed, y'all. And that actually gives me more sense of like okay that could happen because i could get up and go work out because you worked out for the day i could see that and then you go to sleep and then do your thing i like that you know what i'm gonna edit my morning Mm -hmm. routine i'm about to do yeah switch it up you know do a little what work what works for you definitely yeah i don't ride out the whole day oh my gosh i'll go back to sleep (laughs) i was wondering i was wondering i'm like up all day. Like, wow, that's crazy. <laughs> but okay, thank you. I'm glad you answered that. Awesome. Okay, so um, let's see. I'm gonna switch it up again because I want to know your good side and also not your bad side, but you know, try to tap into that a little bit. So, what is one thing you kind of like exuberate happiness to me all the time? But I want to know what is one thing that annoys you the most that you cannot like. Ugh. Ooh. You know what? I think because I've gotten better at this, I would say um, time people's time management. Like, you know what? It's a little personal. That's what, and this will probably fall into me being bossy. Uh, I can feel like that, oh, you know, they should be doing this, or they said that they'll be here, or, you know, time's ticking. People and just because, it, it, just because it's something at the top of my list, it may not be a priority. So my husband kind of goes about his day. He kind of goes with the flow. Don't ask him what time he'll be there, you know. And I think that's why it kind of makes me a little cringy because I see the way that he he kind of goes about his day. And mine is so structured. So mine is like, do-do-do-do-do-do-do. And his is like, maybe. Your husband? Uh, yes, okay, my husband. got it. Awesome. <laughs> Dang. Okay. Well, I mean, I can see that because you do have a coaching program that is about productivity. I can see how that falls in there. And we were talking yes, about Yes, you that, see. Yeah. <laughs> 
totally understand. I guess so now I will make sure anytime I turn down to Chicago, anytime I got to do it too, I better get my ass there on time because I don't have time to walk into the event and see Jessica just like, now, you know, we talked about this. What, 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 oh, yeah, the arm photo. Now, what, now, why, why are you coming in late? I'll be like, look, you'll never believe what look, happened. It was I, just, I, yes, I, yep. Well, you know, that's something we like to say. That's something that we like to say. What happened? What? Yeah, so, it was. Yes. yes. So now I know. So anytime you deal with Jessica, make sure you be on, on time. I mean, not just with Jessica. You want to apply that to everyday life as much as you can. But you know, that's just that. Okay, cool. Yeah. Awesome. So that wasn't bad. I thought it was going to be something like I've asked this question to other people, and I've heard was. So you know, I'm like, what? I can believe it. I can believe it though. But I had to be honest because I didn't want to be like, oh, well, you know. No, no, no. <laughs> Please be as honest as you can. I mean, like, I love that. Okay. Um, okay. So since you're an artist, because I look at you as an artist, whether it's cake or anything, you're very, like, creative in what you do. Um, what would look better or appealing to the eye if you could change one color of it? And this is anything alike. And I know this is, like, Ooh. a deep question. but <laughs> Oh, this is. Hmm. Okay, say that again. I think I got it. Yeah. What is one thing or one item in life that would look better or appealing if you could just change the color of that? Oh, well, I really don't have... It wasn't an item. It was more like okay. a season. It was a season. Okay, I would that's say fine. Winter. It could be anything. That's fine. Yeah. I would say winter, the Ooh. season uh, winter, only because I'm in the Midwest. And we do experience, um, you know, a lot of snow, a lot of, dark, you know, it gets not too much sunlight, you know, seasonal depression. And I don't like to fall into like that category or that season of, oh, winter is coming. Let's be sad. Let's be, you know, and I guess that depends on, you know, when you can move to another state, Jessica, or other states have, you know, sunshine all year round. But for me here in um, Chicago or just home. thinking about like everyday life, yeah, home. Um, I just wish that it was a little brighter, like, you know, just um, winter. And again, that's just going to vary from where I am. But currently where I'm living, you know, seasonal depression is really big. Um, yeah. You know, uh, winter months or even January, after the holiday, January, it's, it's kind of dark and it's gloomy. We got fitness goals, business is slow. And it, it could be a tough, it could be a tough time. So I wish there was a little bit more brightness to the, that area of that time of year. December, January, February for business and personal life. Okay, cool. I like how you went with that. That's nice. Me, it's just money. You know what I'm saying? I would like <laughs> money. You know, I just <laughs> I would like my money to look like monopoly. You know what I'm saying? I want white. So I just you like um I got two more questions for you before we get into a deep conversation. So um, for me, I view you as success because you have done so many things that it's so 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 many wonderful things that I've seen you done on Instagram in your life. Um, how do you like define success in your words? Um, freedom. Freedom, freedom, all I need. Sorry, Beyonce came in. Listen, Free- <laughs> listen, freedom. <laughs> I literally thought the same thing. Like, freedom, oh my God. When you're free, and this could be mentally, physically, financially, emotionally. Even emotionally, yes, because you're not detached. Yep, free, freedom. Only because I, the reason why I say um, freedom is because I couldn't, I couldn't say the word money is because 
you know, just being a little transparent. Oh. There was a peak where I did reach it or it was going great. And then it, you know, money comes and goes. So I couldn't attach that to myself as being because it was such a roller coaster. But now living like my everyday life, day to day, hour by hour, week by week, month by month, I noticed that I have this calendar in front of me and I'm able to control it in every single way. Not every single way, but the way that I want to. I think I finally got to that place where I was able to um, get a grip of my schedule, my freedom, who I spend time with, how long I spend time with them, who I connect myself with. And I think that has grown me in, uh, well, um, I have grown into the person that I am today because I would commit to a lot of things that didn't fulfill me or I would be angry that, oh, I don't want to do this or, you know, do I have to be a part of that? I have to go to work or do I have to accept this kid's cake? You know, I don't, I don't want to do Batman cakes anymore or, you know, just feeling always depleted and just sad about things that I have to do. So when I think of like my success and things over the years, I really got a grip on my freedom and what that looks like day to day for me throughout business, um, personal life. And yeah, I would definitely say freedom. Awesome. I love that. And I 100% agree. 150% agree. Okay. So um, other than your business, you've also launched a brand new project recently. You have a productivity coaching program where you help Students, I would assume they're your students, um, basically trying to be more productive in their business. Why don't you talk more about that and um, how people can be interested? Okay. So I started at the, um, like I had launched my website and I had business consultation calls that was listed on the website. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that I was getting a lot of DMs, like a lot of generalized questions about business. And I'm like, you know, these little minute voice messages on Instagram are cute. You know, you leave about a few of them, you know, they'll get back to them, they'll speak to you, and then they off. I'm like, but some of you guys need more. You need more than these little one minute messages yeah. on Instagram. And so in January, I actually started taking courses on, you know, becoming a coach, um, getting my platform, my website uh, ready to have like a productivity coaching program, how it began, some of the thoughts and things that I went through um, starting my business and like what direction I wanted to go. So for me, I was like, you know what? I still want to do my cakes. I still have my video tutorials, but I was kind of over the tutorials. I was like, you know what? The ones I have, they are still very much so valuable, but I still wanted to help my community. I still wanted to help others in the industry with more extended time and more structure. So for me, speaking about my morning routine, people were like, you know, you're pretty productive like throughout the day. I'll get on Instagram stories and share, it's bake day or I'm making buttercream today. Make your boxes and your boards, answer your emails and batches and, you know, just sharing so many tips and things with there. And I was like, you know what? I think I can structure a program to where that besides giving business advice and reaching your small and um, your small term goals and your long term goals about how to fully be productive in the everyday life of baking and business. So I chose that word productivity because I ain't gonna lie, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm a reflection of being productive throughout the day. I would toot my own horn on that one because it's a very selective word. So why can't you just say you're a baking and business coach? But like the wow. word productivity have is drawn it drawn into me because it's who I am as well. This I could niche? choose another. I feel like yes, that. you niche down. So that's what made it different as well is because I can talk about how you can be better at time management. I can talk about how you'll need to do some other things earlier in the week because this is what it looked like for you at the end of the week. So um, once I got, you know, everything together, the website, and I was like, you know what, it's time to launch it. I still had to educate my audience on it. 
And I think that that's really big with sharing any um, new business venture, video tutorial, teaching, coaching and things, you know, in our industry, it takes a little bit for, you know, you got to warm up people a little bit. You just can't be like, bam, I have this program, come enroll and, you know, be a part of it. So I feel like over the years, I have been nourishing my audience about sharing some of the things that I do in business. And that's what got people that were interested in it. So it was an extension of what I do in my business that'll help them propel to where they will be, you know, short term and then what it'll look like for them in long term. So the productivity coaching program is on the website at justicedessertstudio.com. I am accepting applications for next month, which is August. And the application progress is just a few questions that I ask you to make sure that we're a great fit. You know, you may not like the bubbly or time management or productive Jessica. You may need a better structure. You may need somebody that's a little bit more intense or even just my approach on coaching you. We just want to make sure that we uh, can work well together. And it's a one month program. We meet twice a week for one hour on Google Meet sessions. You get homework assignments. I pop in in your DM about how to engage with your audience. But ultimately, it's catered to you and your business. So it it isn't a cookie cutter program where I'm working on social media with you the whole month and you may not have an interest with that. You may want to build your clientele or get more orders. And I can teach you that throughout the month and then even extend it. So just because it's a one month program, don't think that you are locked in just for that one month. I teach you how to continue on, you know, with your success in your business after the program ends. And we still keep a great connection and you still have me as your coach. Okay. Love that. So <laughs> I better, if, if anything just <laughs> spoke to you or gave that, that spot, the description down below for where you can sign up for. And this is every month, like you'll have a new enrollment period. Yep. Mm-hmm. Right, yep. I might beat y'all to the punch, though. So I'm out <laughs> Maybe. I always got to get something worked on. I don't know. But, yes, I'm happy for that. Okay, bonus question that came through, because I just remember what happened um, that you um, achieved. So you've had a lot of great things happen in your business, including working with one of the biggest companies in the world, Nelson Massey. Okay. Are you are you allowed to talk about it or, or like you know how how was that experience like I felt like that was amazing because this production was like on fire like I just you know, how do you be choosing the words like production because that's what I was gonna go into because that's how I got the gigs but you wanted to finish your no no go ahead I, I'm oh, done. Yeah. okay. So what happened was I was looking for another videographer and I was searching online because I needed angles. I needed angles. I needed clarity. I needed the, I needed the Instagram worthy stuff. My other videographers, they were amazing, but they didn't understand food content, recipes, food photography. So I was searching online under the the hashtag um, Chicago food photographer or something. And I found Nate and I was like, Oh, let me inquire with him. So I inquired with him. And he was a lot of money. I ain't even gonna lie. I love me some Nate. And we get, we being transparent, you know? So all the things were business, but yeah. Nate was an investment. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna do it. I was like, I feel like he's going to get the shots twisting and mixing and music and transitions and things. Yeah. Yes. I was like, and that was my big girl. That was before the coaching program and the free website thing. Nate was one of my other biggest investments with JDS. So I went ahead with him. We spoke and I got in the kitchen and I did my thing. And he was just like, you know, he's used to longer shoots, like eight, 10 hour days. And I wrapped it up within like a couple hours because Come I was now. practicing. Uh, 
<laughs> no, I'm saying come on now. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just happy. No, for you real. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He's used to long productions and you know, long days, you know, ordering lunch and, you know, chat. I'm like, we can finish this up. You know, so I've learned too. I'm working with other people as well. And that's what they do when they date it. They like in food photography. So after I finished working with Nate, um, he worked with Nielsen Massey. And they was like, we need a cake artist. We need a baker in the Chicagoland area. And Nate lit up and he was like, oh, I know someone. She's amazing. She does. Da, 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 da. I know she'll be able to nail this shoot. And this is due. You know, I'm a toot. I'm continue to toot my horn in the you know in this interview. But I'm gonna do it that for was, you. you know what I'm saying? Yes. <laughs> that was my practice of previous video tutorials, showing what I can do in the kitchen. How and you know, people, you do mess up. You do stumble over your words. You may stutter a lot of ums and things. But I it led me up to this moment to where Nate was speaking about me. I was nowhere. You know, in a whole nother room. And this company was like, let's, let's contact Jessica. Let's see what she's talking about. So he called me and was like, Hey, you know, which, you know, th these were new terms. What was it? What, what's your quote? What's your, um, rates, rate list. Yeah. I didn't even know they had a rate list, you, you know? And I was like, rate list. Yeah. So this is where too, it's important to, besides we talk about cake pricing all the time, know your prices, no, but know your worth too. Know if you were to be on set, how mm -hmm. much you would pay yourself per hour transportation, hair, makeup, nails, wardrobe, shoes. I include all of that inside of my whole rate thing. Um, I visualize me going there to and from, my gas, me eating. I include my breakfast, I include my lunch, and I sent the rate over, fully detailed with the invoice, and, and they they accepted it. Wow. So, <laughs> they, but, I mean, <laughs> they got the money, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, wow. for, huh, a hundred, over a hundred years, right? <laughs> Okay, shoot, we be buying up y'all vanilla. So yes, hey, what is paid? That is amazing. Oh my goodness! Yes. So congratulations on that. I was like, Thank I was like, you. when I saw everything, and like I said, the production was just like it was. <laughs> I was like, oh my goodness! So be sure to check that out. I'm, it's on their page, right? Or somewhere. it's on there. Yes. Yep. Before we get real deep into this, speaking of deep, we're gonna move on to our. I don't want to say controversial topic because what we're going to talk about this could be controversial. I don't know. We'll see. But um, it's a deep conversations um, segment, and um, it's just where I bring up a topic um, and discuss with my guests, and just like to hear their point of view or their thoughts on what we're going to talk about. So today, I decided to bring this topic, and I'm really curious because Jessica is like a social media like shooter on that thing, like. Okay, like ham and cheese and ham and cheese. I don't know, I just made that up, but just, just focus for me. But so I'm curious to know your thoughts on this. So we're going to talk about the advantages and the disadvantages of social media. Ooh. Now, I know a lot of people probably going to be looking into this episode and try to figure out, you know, what is what our thoughts on it. I have, I'm just going to say this right now. I got a little, so I'm just, <laughs> I think about it. I was like, what do I like and don't like about it? So, um, and I just thought more of like business on a business standpoint. If you want to pick up personal, that's fine as well. But um, the pros and cons of using social media for your business. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the floor and then I'll have Ooh. time I can. So what are, what are your advantages and disadvantages in your own words? I'm definitely going to start off with the pros and the advantages because, you know, I don't want to come on here being a, a Debbie Downer, what, whatever my view is of social media. But the advantages is, is that 
Um, you know, they say connect with your audience, find your audience. But I have met some of the most amazing people from all over. Like even me and you, Malik, I think we're going on like three years. I think like- How I mean, did we meet? I don't remember. You, I have no- I, I don't know. I asked that question <laughs> to everybody. I'm like, how did we meet? I don't, I'm like, did I find you? Did you find me? I, I think I, I think I found you. And it was like around your time, like your birthday, you were dancing. You had that birthday music. <laughs> I forgot that song, but you was turned up for your birthday. You showed up on stories and like, I'm silly, like I'm real goofy. So when people are like funny, silly, goofy, yes, I'm like, I, I attra I'm attracted to that. I'm just like, I be having my phone and I'm just laughing. So I was like, oh my God, I love me some Malik. So I don't know how we found each other, but like, it, it's stuck. It's stuck. Yeah, it's stuck. <laughs> it, it's stayed. And I think I like, that's what I like about Jessica too, because she got that goofiness that I like. I just love, I love all people, but I just love people because we can relate to certain things that we can just act up together. Like, I'll act up on my own, you'll act up on your own, but when we're together, it's, yeah, I like it. So, so it don't have to be always serious, yeah. <laughs> I mean, why? Why does it always have to be serious? I just love it's business. Wow. It's, it's great. But that, that was a nice part to find. Okay, okay, so. So that was one of the advantages was definitely um, connecting with people from, you know, because you get stuck in, oh, my area, I don't know anyone. But like social media, I have met so, some of the most amazing and creative like artists from like all over. Um, the Another advantage was I was able to grow my business and then where it turned into me actually selling, you know, video tutorials or like my coaching program, being more advanced than selling my custom cakes and dessert cakes. And so it also really helped with marketing and things. So when I didn't have a website um, before, I had a Google form and it said in my bio and I felt like I was able to hop on Instagram and be able to push out like my availability, the type of work that I created and then um, also connect with my clientele because social media was so big visually with photos back in the day. Yeah. <laughs> it was, I felt like it was much easier like, you know, like to market it, like to market. So that was like yeah. the good old, yeah, that was like the good old days. Yeah. And then um, a final advantage I would say is that um, growth. You you can grow. Um, I'm going to probably move into like the disadvantages or like the cons, but you stay consistent, you connect, you post. And I feel like that if you just show up and do what you need to do, like daily operations of business, you will see growth within your social media, which can turn into potential clients, students, and also um, to shift them over to your website to where they can buy some of your products or your classes and things. So as long as you have like those things navigated, like your linking, like your bio, um, link tree, all the resources and things where you can take your audience to another area of, you know, your business or a platform for them to land outside of Instagram, I think you would definitely see the growth and then also um, the benefits of growing your business. Yeah. For sure. And I like that you can like look back. If you're building your, your brand business or page, the more you go, you can just look back a year from where you're at and you can see like the difference, like, you know, the how much you have evolved. And that to me is mm -hmm. bananas. I know. Cause some people be like archive your posts and stuff. I'm like, okay, flyers, but I be wanting to see, I be wanting to see my word. I still got stuff from when I was decorating cakes at Baskin Robbins. If you scroll all the way to the bottom, yeah. like I keep them. Malik, you archive a lot or? <laughs> yes and no. 
So some uh-huh. of the stuff that I've archived, it's like pointless stuff, like giveaways or like stuff that I've had that, that don't need to be there. But um, my old stuff is still on there too. Like if you scroll all the way to my, it's probably me dancing somewhere on there. I don't know. I don't know. We're gonna Those have definitely keep. Like you need to but, keep them. Um, yeah. discourage anyone about like the cons and everything but you don't got control over instagram you don't own instagram it's not yours and so if instagram was to break down or they i I do feel like they control your growth so even though we follow all the rules and the changes about the reels the hashtags the captions call to action all of the things and we put in all this work for this reel or this content we're creating and we know it's gonna hit we like not that we're striving for it to be viral in a sense all the time but we want it to be seen we're like we're showing up we're doing all you know a b c d e f g is checked off and we post it and it's crickets and we like you know what the heck i got the caption i feel like it was educational i feel like somebody was able to relate people can laugh like you know where's everybody at and the the amount of time you put into that video like thinking like this is gonna be good because i've had those moments too i'm like this this is gonna be a good video and i'll post it like through like um where y'all at? Like I cannot stay. I call. I call. I use the word as a person. Um, the algorithm. I, I use it as a woman. I'm like I can't stand her. Yeah, can't stand her at all. Yep. She be you know yeah all emotional and stuff up and down. Sometimes yes. she in your face. Yeah, she want to be your friend. Sometimes yes. she don't. She'll yes. ghost you, leave you out there dry. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, to her. Yes, the algorithm. Yes, and I feel like, and this is no shame to you, but if she was a sign, <laughs> Malik, Gemini. Say that you you said it. I can hear you. Oh, I said. Oh, you didn't hear me. Good. No, I'm gonna stop. I said if she was a sign, and this is no shame to you. Oh, a Gemini. Gemini. <laughs> <laughs> I already know and you know what that's probably why we because I already know who she is so it's like when she tried to play me I'd be like look my other side of the Gemini coming out like I know what you're doing so yeah you're right Gemini vibes for real I understand how you're a Gemini though I feel like if you're well you are Gemini you're probably the first Gemini I get along with because 
They be switching. I'm like, uh, uh, I'm a sag, by the way, for people that don't know. But you know, uh, uh, anyway. We do be switching, though. We do. <laughs> I'm glad you could uh, take accountability because some of y'all they, absolutely y'all know, they they'll deny it. They'll deny it. Oh, I'm like, uh, uh-uh. uh. There's two See, sides. That's sure. why I think I like Jessica because okay, yeah. Right. Don't even try to play me. Just be like, I know who you are. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Are you a May Gemini or June Gemini? I'm a June Gemini. Early June Gemini. I'm like, Idiot. start, yes. Geminis, I know they're in May, and I got to stay away. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, um, any, any other disadvantages? I didn't want to cut you off because you have one. Oh, no, no. Um, you know, I'm just, I, I guess it's the control thing, because I can kind of feel like, I, like you say, it can be, control and we feel like that whatever we well, not whatever we put out but when we put the time and the effort into creating something that's like a day in the life or a skit or something that's funny or educational we like this should hit this should be it and yeah. we know we pay attention to our growth we see a lot of people in the community that are growing that you know that has their time to shine with it's like two three four five thousand followers like within a week and yeah. so um, I think that's like my biggest disadvantage is like the control. We don't have control over Instagram or social media and things. But um, another disadvantage that I experienced was I had a violation on my account for a year due to some music. Right. Yeah. So what happened was it was a reel that had some music on it. And they asked if I would have permission to use it. I'm like, yeah, y'all provided the music. So I had permission to use it. And it was a copyright infringement. So I had a violation on my account for a whole year. So Malik, I had got on Google. I was going to hire all the Instagram gurus because everyone was telling me, Jessica, you need to post more content. It needs to be valuable. You need to do this, this, and this. Somebody asked me to send them $500 so they can check the back end of my Instagram account to see why I had this violation. Talk to all the gurus. And so what happened was is that um, I accepted some music that, you know, from some some music, whatever. The, the Instagram provided and they put a strike on my account. So I feel like that hindered my growth a little bit. I don't care what anyone says. Like I didn't hurt it all. But what was so yeah. funny was after the year that I got the violation, the day after my account was cleared, I got monetized. I could start getting paid for reels. I'm just like, what the heck, Instagram? And you can't contact them. I mean, I I tried, yeah. but I didn't, yeah. So like the disadvantages, I'm a, I'm a little salty on that end because I've experienced, like I felt like that I was hindered a little bit on like my growth and you pay attention. So people are like, oh, don't pay attention to the growth or the numbers, you know, you're still, you know, very um, helpful in the community. And I understand that as well, but I would I would be lying if I just set up here and told you that like, yeah. yeah I'm okay, it's, it's I don't give them, you know. I, 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 I'll be salty to pass me the pepper because I'm yeah. very salty. Salty and empty. But um, no, I, that's really messed up because it's like, again, you put all this time and effort to do one thing. And there's one innocent little like thing, just music that, and that's another thing that's very confusing with Instagram. Um, I don't know if any other social media does this, but you supply me the music. Why are you copywriting what you're supplying me? And you're acting like I win. And went outside, like on a third party, and just put it out. Like I'm using what's in the app, and that's that, that happened recently. Like they, they they um started taking down videos that were copyright. Like they did like five or five from like the past two years. And I'm like the past, and that's what gets you. That was the video was like over a year ago. Yep, and they think you're not paying attention, so you just hit yeah, except you know, I'll you guys let yeah, me use it. Next thing you know, yeah, 
So I just advise people to try to do voiceovers, child. Don't even, uh, not even voiceovers, but sounds or something. Because look, Instagram is getting ready to just take everybody's page down and they can't do mine because they're going to have to count their days after all that time I put on my page. Okay, move on. So, um, <laughs> yeah, anything else you'd like to share for you? Um, no, I don't want to get too deep. Yeah, it was just the control. And then um, I just elaborated on my experience of what I think was unfair, I guess you can say, and how you can't really get a grip on, you know, the whole yes. Instagram thing. Or, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, cool. Well, I love that you shared that. I have a whole list. I'm just going to just run through. That's what I'm just going to do. We ain't got time to elaborate, but I have to think about it. And a lot of people may not think about it when they use social media for business. But um, my take on advantages for social media, um, like you said, you can reach a large audience or a connection. You can connect with a lot of people on social media. Um, you have a direct connection. Not only you can reach to the large amount, but you have a direct. So you can like discuss, communicate, or share with them directly. Um, you can create organic content. Definitely for sure, um, because there are new trends popping every day. So, you know, you could okay. be post. Um, you can build your brand um, and also build your portfolio. Now, when I was in college or high school, Ooh. I remember building my portfolio. And I, I literally used that as like, um, like if you have, like, I don't know, like if you're a fashion designer and you have a book and you're showing your design, like this that would be my book, you know? So whenever I did jobs or went to job interviews or like college, I showed, I was like, <laughs> yep, this all this all me. This <laughs> all me. This is all me. And you would impress people all the time. So you can definitely build your portfolio. So any um miners out there or like you know that is wanting to become a chef or a baker, do like me, start baking, start decorating tip pictures and build your page because okay. you could send it, email it, or you know, whenever you meet them people, you could just pull it up, you know, because it's really hard to carry a book or, <laughs> or pictures or anything. Yeah, back so, mm-hmm. That's the smart way. Um, marketing, definitely market a lot on there. I need to do better at that, but I'm learning. And Jessica should be marketing, but hey, on her page for real. Like, oh my gosh, I'm, I keep better on that, but look, I just have to because it's a, it's a this lot. is who y'all need to uh, pay attention to if you need a guidance for sure. Because I should be uh, on now. Um, <laughs> information spread fast. If it goes viral or ten people, it spreads fast. Um, access to international market. So you can hit that area if you want to sell or reach out to anybody. Um, you can increase, Jessica just said this, increase your website traffic. You can do that, put your link, and, and Jessica be doing that, okay? I'm, I'm learning. Um, opportunities for remote employment um, for me Ooh. or other people. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, because I am a type of person, like, if I'm, I just did it the other day. I was looking for a private chef for a potential vacation, and I was, like, looking on Google, but somehow Google don't have a lot of, like... It's a little stale. It's a little stale. A little stale, especially when I'm trying to look for... Um, and it's very, very... But you get on them hashtags, you go... Listen, so you do, all you have to do is the hashtag, and boom, you'll get all you need to get. So... Definitely look for um, employment. And then for me as well, because I've gotten opportunities from hashtag, like Candy Buzz, she found me, and I don't know how, but use them hashtags and a good tip. Hashtag your business. Like, foster, like, hashtag, foster by me, Benz, hashtag, Jessica Dessert Studio. Yep. Put that on everything, because when they click it, they can see, again, your portfolio. Okay, moving on. And it's low cost and effective, unless you're paying ads. I try to add 
it's a lot of work. Called, I, I, Me too. I, I wasn't really, yeah. Nah, I don't, my mom is good at it though, because she's making like at least five figures on her business just from ads. And I'm trying to figure out, I'm like, mama, doing that Like, come on, yeah. We're trying to look at that. And final um, thing, which is um, potential to make it a source of income. So you can get monetized, you get a brand deal, you can get sponsorship, you can get all of that stuff. And I love when I get that stuff. <laughs> I'm not trying to mm-hmm. my own horn, but you know, <laughs> I'm gonna do that. <laughs> and then, and then, yeah, my horn is like nice. Anyway, um, the disadvantages that I have that I think can be an effect from social media, it can get addicted. It really can. Ooh, that was a good one. That was a good one. So like, let's be honest about yeah. you. Like, manage your time because. One time, did I tell you I was on my DMs for like five hours one day? I didn't even know. Five hours straight, I didn't even know. I, I looked at the clock, I was like, I'm going to spend 30 minutes. And I'm like trying to get all the messages out. And it was really hard because, you know, you're getting messages out. They come back in. Messages they come back in. At the time. Back. So I'm like, how do you go back? And it's like, look, I can't do this. So it can get a good thing. And I'm like, and after that, I said, never again will I do that. That is not happening. I was like, I'm sorry. Um, I used to be that type of person where I need that number to be zero. But if it's 2,300, look, I, I try. I can't do it. Let me be basic. Right? So it can get addicted. Um, it builds fear of missing out because you be watching too many people. FOMO. 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 Mm-hmm. And you be, you be looking at different things. You be like, oh. And that brings me to my next one, which is it can create self-image issues. For sure. It could. It could. Not that it will, but it can. You know, depending on who you are. Um, you know, I, I, sometimes I'll be looking at Jessica's page like, <sighs> not too deeply, but I do have that ending of this content. And yeah. Those, those were good, Malik. Thanks for being like transparent about it too, especially the addicting part. Like, I, I love me some Instagram and I could be scrolling like for days. And then also you say like self-image too. Like all it takes is for you to see one post of someone in your community that's like, it, it, you know, it's growing. What else is happening for you? Yeah, you like, I feel like it kind of fires me up a little bit. But just let me get up and go do what I'm supposed to do. I need to do. Right. But it can also put you in a place to be like, dang, you know, when's it going to be my time? Or, you know, when am I going to get that recognition and things? But something that has helped me with that self-image is that um, everybody is different. Everybody's timing, opportunities, resource, like everything is just, it's not cookie cutter. It's not yeah. set for like one person. Like yeah. we spoke earlier about the Nielsen Massey, never, in, I never thought like right. that, that type of opportunity or something would be given to me to be able to do. So it's self image and then the addicting part. I love those two, Malik. Thank yeah. you. Thank you. See, I'm very <laughs> analytical. You know, I've been trying to <laughs> do my Yes. Book. Yep. You got um, it. And yep. also to piggyback off of the self-image, um, I talked about it in my story the other day. I'm like, social media people love to look at that. And I'm like, you gotta understand that is online versus reality. We only see most of the time the positive or the most you know proficient times of our lives on social media, whenever we're not for something, or whenever we hit a goal, whenever, and you know, sometimes people are vulnerable. I'm one of those people, I don't mind doing that because I like to be real. I like to show no, people like mm-hmm. this can happen. Relatable. I don't want. I'm used to people telling me like, oh my God, you're happy all the time. Like how you, I'm like, happy. Like last night I cried because I only had one last Christmas. Like I'm emotional. I don't know what, like, 
I'm not always happy. And I try to like show that because I'm like, I don't want y'all really thinking that like, no, this is not real. And between each milestone in our life that we got to announce in between, there's something going on. And you there's never something know. that's I, going you know, on. Yes, and don't always look at yourself as like, oh, like you never know that person that you're looking up to could be having the worst time of their life, and you just don't even know that. Like, so and you're just, admiring it and just wanting it, and it's like you have no idea uh, what you love about this app. We're not ready for like, <laughs> I don't think I'm ready to answer a hundred DMs every day. Like that is just, and I'm grateful for them. But it's like, it's a lot. It's, it's just, I don't think I'm ready for that. Like, that's just, and you can get ready. Not to say that, you will never get ready. But yeah, so that's the few that I have. Oh, um, negative feedback, you'll deal with that. Um, like, the trolls. I, look, baby, my favorite button is blocked, so utilize Yes, that. real like, quick, with the quickness. I might quickness. I might exchange of some smart, yeah. I might be a little smart with it, and then I'll just hit block, but. I mean, I always have the last word, yeah, but I'm gonna block you before you could uh, get that last word. Back. But even get a chance. <laughs> Don't think I'm not gonna respond because I am. We're gonna see about that. Um, it could change your lifestyle habits for sure, like negatively and positively, so kind of. And then um, it builds exposure to your competitors. That's basically. What Ooh, so, you're right. You're right. Yeah, because, you know, people are always watching. They're always watching. They're trying to see what you got. I noticed that, too. What you doing? How you doing it? How, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I'm that type of person, because I like to start. And, you know, Jessica's one of those people I like to start, too. To get some inspiration and motivation and be like, okay, what was she got going on? And it's just like, oh, that's nice. I don't ever, like, copy. But I just start, get inspiration, get ideas, and then move with it. So, like- you know, so if you ever see me come out of a coaching program, think of something. No, I'm just <laughs> <laughs> you are but, fine you are fine yes yeah, so that's just a few uh you know my things and then i just basically wanted to end this and just ask you one question about social media do you think social media is the best for your business regarding the advantages and disadvantages that we have um you know what i'm gonna say yeah and the reason being is because I think about it now. What do we see? A lot of people on their phones. You can just look at our people watch too. A lot of capturing moments and photos, day in the life and things. And what we just spoke about a few moments ago was Google search. How do Google searches are dry? But you get on Instagram and you type in a hashtag, you are going to be so amazed about the, uh, the, the talent that is out there locally um, in different states and different countries that would be able to fit, you know, what you're looking for. So, I mean... The website is cool and great. You got to get them, send them over there. Um, but social media is just, it's at our fingertips. It's in this phone. Like right now I can just grab it and I can just sit and scroll for days. I can shop. I can find, you know, so many resources and things that people like to help me. And so I love my website and I was so geeked when I got it completed. But the social media, it has taken, it has taken, and I've been on social media for a while, like Facebook, college days. And to see how much it has been, has grown, how addicting it is, how beneficial it is for a lot of small businesses, large businesses, and just people and connecting. So, absolutely. Yes. I yeah. agree. What she said. It <laughs> is what I it agree. is. Mm-hmm. Yes. And take advantage of each platform, too. Like, you know, just stick on Instagram. Are you on like TikTok, Jessica? I am on TikTok, but I'm on TikTok for like personal use for some laughs and some giggles. So, when I just sit there and <laughs> and now you get addicted too, because you just scrolling, 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 and then you look at the clock. Oh my god, 
Oh, an hour then. I didn't watch the air. How many take the air? Yep. <laughs> so I would just say take advantage of it all and just it could work for your social media. And who knows, one day it will blow up. And you know, you gotta be consistent. I'm like, I'm on voice right now, but we're gonna get back to it. <laughs> Be consistent. That's all that matters. But yeah, so that's pretty much it. So now I'm going to go ahead and um, thank you for your, um, what is the word? Thank you for your take on the deep conversation. There was a word I was trying to think of, but I don't know what happened. But anyway, um, now we're going to be moving on to a, another segment that I'd like to call Create a Shout Out, which I'm really curious who you're going to shout out to because there are so many people that you could have shout out. And um, other than me, not this point, somebody did me in an episode, and I was just like, oh, my God, it's me. Oh. I was just like, I was, anyway. <laughs> I was just like, me. That's amazing. But yes, Create a Shout Out is a platform that I like to give my guests to shout out anyone that they see as killing the game in the industry. So who, Jessica, do you have to shout out? And I'm curious to know. My Creator Shout Out is a Chicago native here in Chicago. And I think that's what makes her, she, our relationship so special is because I've seen her growth over the years. Even before JDS was a thing, I was following her when I was still in retail bakeries and seeing her service the Chicagoland area, seeing her growth, actually meeting her in person. And um, she actually provided a cake for my cousin's bridal shower party. I'll get into a short story of that. But my um, creative shout out is Ebony Sims, from Ebby Cakes here in Chicago, Illinois. And uh-huh. that is Ebby, E-B-I underscore Cakes, K-A-K-A-C-A-K-E-S. <laughs> Let's do it again. Let's do it. Spell them. Your word is Ebby Cakes. <laughs> Ebby, yeah. Ebby Cakes out of Chicago, Illinois. That's Ebony Sims, E-B-I underscore C-A-K-E-S. Correct. <laughs> Yes, but Ebony is amazing. Like, um, I got to actually um, be a presenter with her at the Brown Sugar uh, Retreat in New Orleans this year. And then I was a presenter last year and she came up to me. So we've known each other within the community, but she is, she, she is just great energy. Um, she is so sweet in person. She is an amazing artist and she services our city like like to represent Chicago, like I just think of like Ebony, like in that in that sense. So um, my cousin had a bridal shower, and my family's like, "Oh yeah, Jessica, you're doing a bridal shower cake, you know." And um, my cousin's wife was like, "No, I have somebody else that's taking over for the bridal shower cake, the decorations and things." I was like, "Oh okay." They was like, "But Jessica, the cake is being taken care of already," and I was like, "Okay, that that's cool, that's fine." I'm like, "I get a break." But my family didn't understand that. So they start freaking out. Who making the cake? Don't know about, yeah, Jessica's Dessert Studio is the only one. And so when the planner came in with the cake um, at my studio, with well, the clubhouse that I do pickups and stuff from, it was Ebony's cake. And my family start freaking out. Oh, Jessica, you could have, I was like, slow down, you guys. I'm like, Ebony is amazing. I'm like, I know her. She's a great cake artist. Like the cake mm-hmm. is good. Like you guys are in good hands. My family is so crazy. They're like that. Jessica is just supposed to do all the cake in Chicago. Over here. They are. They do the hand yes. What is going on? Why is this? 
<laughs> who is this? Like, we don't know her. I was like, calm down. So I don't, we haven't had the conversation, but she did design my cousin's bridal shower cake um, because her wife um, is a really big supporter of um, Ebony and has ordered cakes from her for years. Same uh -huh. as like my clientele. So um, right now, um, Ebony and I are headlining for the Brown Sugar Retreat for next year. And she had an amazing presentation um, this year in New Orleans about paneling, like for finding and things. So to see her growth, to see her showing up, like we even spoke about social media and how a lot of things, you know, it, it, it's a lot of work, you know, showing up and being consistent. But it has been gas for her after the retreat, like to see her pop up on my feed, you know, um, showing her finding paneling classes that she has, her private one-on-one -on -one classes that she has in person. And then also she made a post today expressing and speaking about her growth from 2018 when she was a, um, a presenter at the Brown Sugar Retreat till now that she's headlining in 2023. And so she is truly one of Chicago's finest. And I, I'm just in awe and I'm you know, very blessed to even know someone just as amazing as her and talented um, and to call her my friend from um, our home city of Chicago. Oh. Oh. Ebony, get your Kleenex. Get get, get, make sure you like <laughs> it. That was that was nice. I like that. Oh my god! Shout out to you, Ebony. Um, I do. I have met her in um, Vegas for the paper too as well. She's amazing. Oh what yeah. We, we went to go eat. Uh, what we eat? We Did you eat with internet? Yeah. Yeah, we were acting a fool. I really was. I'm not gonna lie. Because <laughs> you know I'm very picky, so I was cold. Yep. Another thing with a you know thing, but yeah, she's amazing. She is talented. I love her cakes and stuff. So I'm after. Real fast and <laughs> do some little cake tasting. Like, Jessica, what you got up in here? What you got up in here? What you got up in here? So be sure to follow Ebony as well as Ebony's cake. So E-B-I-S. Yep. Oh, E-B-I. Hold on. E-B-I-S. Yep. Go ahead. Ebby, it no, it's Ebby. No, yeah. <laughs> it's the same thing with me with Jessica's. I'm actually the Jessica's. With the S. Yes. And then because some people leave it out, but hers is Ebby, like E B I. Yeah. Yep. Mm -hmm. So E B I. That was a good one. C A K E S. Got it. See? You got a little tongue twisted too, a little bit. <laughs> Listen, we're going to get into yes. it. <laughs> All right, now we're going to go into our last segment. Uh, the podcast, and I just love to ask all of my guests this question, which everyone you should all know by now. Um, Jessica, what is one piece of advice that you would like to give to anybody in our community? It could be personal, business, or, you know, in general. So what, what do you have for us? Ooh. Welcome to Jessica's TED Talk. Uh, it's, it's not, it's not going to be too long. I, I've actually mentioned this at the Brown Sugar Retreat in New Orleans, and it just comes to the top of my head. And it's not anything like too in-depth. It's a little cliche. You know, we kind of hear it all the time. But there's reasoning behind it. And especially with my coaching program, some of my clients, I see when they go through the program, it's like I got my notepad. I got my pen, my paper. I'm ready, coach. Like, whatever you're going to teach me through this month about what I need to do in business. And then the program ends. So when the program ends, it's like, what do I do next? Like, I feel like it's crickets. I feel like I don't have anyone on my side or to cheer me on or for me to move forward. And my biggest thing or advice is it doesn't matter if you're at the beginning of your journey, middle, um, a, a different type of season, believe in yourself, believe in yourself. The reason I say that is because, um, not, you know, this, this is our dreams. We have, besides you believing in yourself is that we have to believe in the journey, the process, 
all of these things coming into fruition. And sometimes we look at it as family, friends, peers, and people in the community that we think are supposed to ultimately support us all the time. So when it is like a little dry or it's a little quiet, I feel like that's when people kind of back out. They stop doing things. They feel like they're not getting the recognition. They're not seeing the growth. They're not seeing the orders. They're not seeing people engage back. And it can you can feel defeated. You can feel like, well, I'm trying. I'm putting in the work and it's not just happening. Believe in yourself. Believe in your timing. Believe in the timing. Believe that it is going to happen. And I just don't want people to just give up. And I feel like as I'm coaching more and more clients, I feel like that towards the end of the program and as we depart, I check in on them. And they're like, you know, uh, I'm not feeling it, Jessica. Or it's like, I need some time. And I grant that them that time. But I always tell them to go back to your goals that you had that were short term, that was long term and believe in yourself. It is very, very important like to just really believe in your goals and your dreams. It, it, it really is. It gets a little lonely with the entrepreneurship and, and things, but. I feel like for me, if I know that I have my eyes on the prize or what I ultimately see myself doing is that that's what keeps me going. Regardless of all the noise of social media, absent support, no orders, no, you know, it, it happens. That's a part of entrepreneurship. But I always focus on um, looking through, looking at my future and how much of the progress that I have made, how proud I am of myself and how I still continue to believe in me. <laughs> I know. I was just captivated over here. I'm like, I feel like, you like it? Me. I mean, I can believe in myself. But if I ever get through that, I will listen to that again. <laughs> I will go back and be like, that's like, that was like, you was kind, you was smart, you were that beautiful. Okay. And I 110% agree for sure. And, you know, a lot of times we can tend to get discouraged and we need that reminder to keep going. So to yeah, keep definitely. going. Remember why you're there and what your purpose is. So and that will start. Take you even that. further. Then yes, the momentum to keep going. Yep. Yes, it's yes. always a friendly reminder. Always remember mm -hmm. why you're there and what you're there for. And I know what I'm there for. I'm trying to get over. So that's just that. What you there for? What's your, what's your the, <laughs> You say my purpose? Yeah. It well, has what changed. Um, my, my community, the, definitely the baking community. I mean, I, you know, oh, you could say that, you know, people be getting on your nerves, Jessica. Yeah. But before it was decorating cakes and custom cakes, like that, that passion is, it's in me. But now when I think about it extendedly and doing something else that's a little different, um, it's definitely helping, helping others in the community and being able to be a light to be like, you know what? I don't have an issue asking Jessica like for help or like before I went to New Orleans, um, I, someone paid for a private one-on-one -on -one class, but we actually started the production for a wedding cake she had due on Saturday. So I came over with all, I drove uh, about maybe 45 minutes to an hour to her place and we baked all her cake layers. I showed her how to prep her pans, wrap, we made all her buttercream. She had this five-tier wedding cake and I did not hesitate. When she said, Jessica, I need help. She was like, I got this cake due and I don't even know where to begin. I said, I'm on my way. I said, I'll be there next week. I'm like, you can't come to me because I was booked during that time. But I felt that natural energy for me to be like, you know, the passion is there, the baking and the decorating. But the fact that she said that she needed help. And I think that's very difficult in the community, too, is that when I'm learning about coaching is that people are afraid to ask for help due to an experience they had with either someone else that they felt like that they got, you know, scammed, taken advantage of, or it wasn't the experience that they was looking for. 
And so they kind of tiptoe into your DM and, you know, they ask and they're like, they're so timid. And then you got me that's like, I'm on my way. She's like, Jessica, I couldn't invest in the cake pans that I needed. I was like, I'll bring my cake pans. I'll bring my pan spray, but this is what you need to have. And it naturally just came out. It just, oh. I, I just were vomit everything that she needed to be successful in delivering her wedding cake. And she did. I didn't hesitate. I didn't think like, oh, I don't feel like she should have been had this done. Why she didn't bake her cake layers. I grabbed my tote and my bin. And yeah, so that's how I know I feel like that's my passion. And I feel like that's what my purpose is to keep me going. Because if it just comes out to me naturally to help someone, that's how I know that I'm in the right space. Oh, that is very awesome to hear about that. Oh my goodness. That's, I love that story so much. Wow. Now speaking of, um, I need, I got an order. Um, you want to come down and, um, and bring all your cake pans and strawberries and, and, and black In the suitcase, yeah. Yes, yes. Just look, I got the kitchen. So, you know, you, you can just. Yep, just do your thing. Yep. <laughs> we'll just do your thing. We'll just do your thing. Well, thank you so much for coming on here and just being a bright light that you are and just exuberating your brightness. I really love it. And um, thank you. be sure to check her out, y'all. Where can people find you? Well, Malik already know where to find me. And speaking of um, social media and really getting into depth, like I like Instagram stories is my jam, Malik. You so you got me on that one. I'm I'm working on the the, the posting on the feed, but the Instagram stories is my jam. So I'm on Instagram at Jessica's Dessert Studio, and then also you know what? I'm not even gonna send you to all these websites and links and stuff. Just click the link in my bio, and you'll see so many resources there that I have about the Dessert Studio myself. There's a free salted caramel recipe. Like once you click. Um, one of the links in there, I have business consultations, productivity coaching, video tutorials. Um, there's a cake inquiry form if you're in the Chicagoland area. And um, I'm just I'm just so excited to be able to kind of express and get some, you know, yeah. to talk about what else I had that was going on, Malik, other than cakes and stuff. So this yeah. is great. And I'm glad that I was able to get in your business because that's what I love. Ah, you was like, yeah, I got all these questions. Yeah. I, I I'm so happy for you. I really, really love this because I know uh, other interviews that we had, they were pretty surface. You know, we just kind of covered, but this is one of my favorite, favorite interviews, Malik. And I'm so honored to be a part oh of it. Oh my God. Y'all got that mic. Make sure y'all got there. So when we see her again, we will remind her constantly. Remind her what that she what she said. said. Yeah. Uh huh. Okay. <laughs> that whatever Malik is a part of, that I'm with it. <laughs> when you see her, you see me. When you see me, we see her. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Period. Love it so much. Thank you for being here. I am so happy that you took your time to come on here, especially with the mix up. Thank you for being understanding. Hey, you know, and I know you did, but you know, I just have to appreciate you for that. Um, any special projects coming up? You know what? Uh, I'm gonna be honest, no, but I'm definitely ready. And that's one uh, is some advice I can leave you guys with too. That even if it's a little quiet, you looking around, but just be ready. Be ready when the phone call comes, the opportunity, just have, just have everything, your headshots, have your website, you know, just be ready for that opportunity that comes. So when I have that season or that downtime, I just feel like that I'm ultimately getting ready for the next big thing. And listen, and that's a wrap right there. <laughs> so just be ready. She got classes. I got my mama book club. I got uh, her... Um, the salted caramel recipe, and it's good. I tried it. I forgot to tell you, but it was so, it was so quick during that time when I had made it. I gotta make it again. But um, yeah, definitely check out all of these stories. <laughs> Stop her stories, y'all. Tell her that I sent y'all. Okay, so then she not understand. <laughs> it was me. So. <laughs>
that, I'll wrap it up. Thank you, Justin, for coming on. Thank you guys for watching and making it all the way to the end. As always, be sure to like and subscribe and comment anything that you agree to or disagree to in this conversation if you like. And um, yeah, so I'll see you in the next episode and be sure to binge all the episodes too. And yeah, so we'll see you later. All right, so bye y'all. Bye everyone. Bye.